0: And I ended up loading Ubuntu onto that same computer eventually. And then that's where I ran Dojo like straight up on Linux for the first time. And, and then you would like pair the wallet to it, but then you would have to keep scanning the addresses and scanning the addresses. And I don't think enough, we don't talk enough about. Nice. I just heard myself coming in on the YouTube. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, Perfect. You gave me a little bit of heart attack when you stop talking there. I'm just like, oh shit. No. Like, did, it, <laughs> no, did, break? did that break too?
0: <laughs> yeah. Nope. We're good. What's up, everybody?
1: Well, yeah. Just fit it before we go live. Just finish the Ubuntu. Um,
0: yeah. Um, so I loaded. Yeah. So I loaded the Ubuntu. Um, got Dojo running. But then it was just I was running on such an old computer, like re- honestly, like a 15 year old computer that I just bought from a used computer store that. Like I wasn't sure if my issues were like my own, not like my own Linux issues or if they were actually hardware issues and having to troubleshoot both of those at the same time is like just a lot to handle. And I think that that's just something in my brain right now about like all the nodes and everyone enjoying running them on the Raspberry Pis, Mm -hmm. like... I just don't know if that story's over of like performance issues that people are going to have when they're pairing their wallets to their own raspberry Pis. Like if I, when I like re up my node game, I'm envisioning like trying to go full server level and like have a home server, like, especially because this whole, we've just been talking about just open source in general and how we're using Jitsi, like using um, open broadcaster, like, I think once you get into that rabbit hole of wanting to run your own node for Bitcoin, you're going to want to run your own node for everything. And so for that, I would want a big enough, powerful enough, like dedicated computer to just be my like home computer. And I don't think, I think with everyone moving over to laptops, at least, at least in my house, like I just don't, I don't have a dedicated always on machine and I haven't invested in one yet.
1: Yeah. And honestly, like, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the the tech the tech space obviously but specifically the crypto space evolves because the whole um it's in the early days of crypto especially the always run your own node kind of thing is just like no one's going to do that just like us and that's it and then but then the rest of it it has just been horrendously centralized (laughs) and so i think that what has to happen is those things have to kind of come together a little bit where There will have to be more out-of-box type solutions for running your own node if you want to, but that'll be more like, you know, oh, I got my own grill out back. Like I got a Traeger kind of thing, but you got your own Mm -hmm. and stuff. And like, if you don't, if you aren't one of those people, you don't have to really sacrifice uh, much in order, much like sovereignty, I guess, in order to use like clients, right? And so yeah. that's kind of where we're, I think we're heading, but probably I like different. relating Let's,
0: it to the, yeah. I like relating it to the Traeger example. I think that's a great example because then you still get like you having your own Traeger is not a headache that makes you cool. Like the brand mm-hmm. of that barbecue is great. And like your experience in your own backyard and knowing that you own that cool thing is awesome. And you're right. That's kind of what I'm explaining of like wanting to have, uh, just super solid, always on machine at my house that I can like brag about of like, it runs this, it runs this, it runs this, like, here's what I'm able to do with it. Like, um, yeah, definitely. Especially if you're able to monetize it, but you know,
1: mm-hmm. that's a whole different yeah, ex- story. Yeah. All right. Well, exactly let's run the intro graphic and then jump right into the stuff. Uh, here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> so hey everyone happy friday thanks for bearing with our brief technical difficulties restream decided they don't like me today um uh, maybe they thought i was russian for some reason and they're just doing that but you know not to be too topical but anyway uh i'm joined by the one and only brian harrington once again how's it going man
0: what's up happy friday everyone good to see you
1: yeah cool well before we dive into things uh as always like comment share subscribe all that good stuff um Cointr.e slash the desert lakes takes you to the crypto super chat page. So if you want to throw in a little tip there to make me coerce me financially into reading it off as opposed to just ignoring the live chat like I like to do, then, yeah, you can go do that. I do, of course, have a Bitcoin address there, too, and I don't I have not figured out how to have like a permanent lightning URL that I could, you know, just leave up there and people can send to because, you know, lightning, right? um but if i figure that out if you um but the donation address for bitcoin does go into the lightning wallet i think it's my phoenix wallet right now and so you know if you want to do it that way um it's all upside down since i had like a million lightning wallets and i was running a node for a while and all this kind of stuff but like yeah so that's kind of where we're at now um yeah so have you been brian anything on your anything on your mind, anything crazy happened before we start just going, going to the mundane headlines.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I mean a lot on my mind, uh, just off of what you were just talking about, I don't know how to run uh, static lightning, uh, URLs either yet, but mm-hmm. definitely, definitely want that. Um, and then like top of mind for me right now is I still just, I just love my house, man. Like last time <laughs> I was talking to you, I was in my backyard recording out of my backyard and mm-hmm my like house has been just such a like blessing and like relaxing like and and why that's relevant to bitcoin is because it just i've been thinking a lot about like bitcoin makes where you live like it it makes it like less relevant and more relevant all at the same time like i think a lot of times we think about just being a like digital nomad as like you're you're traveling around and like single and kind of like not tethered down, but at the same tethered. time, you can also like stay in one place and not be like rug pulled by your local geography because you already have a separate set apart like financial foundation. And so, just been playing like both of those things back um, in my head a lot, I'm thinking about a lot of those as I've been working on my own backyard.
1: Yeah. I mean, that is really the kind of thing is ownership, right? And this is a concept that I think is becoming less and less relevant in the old dying systems and more and more relevant in like the rebirth that we're having now. Because like, if you have your house, you don't just rent, you have a house. Then you can just do whatever you want with it. Build it into a castle. Who cares? Build a secret underground like bunker. Or, you know, build a b- downstairs bar. So it's like, like what happens if you have your own cool, awesome downstairs bar that all your friends can come hang out at? What happens if you need like a vaccine passport to go anywhere, but you don't? For your, I you don't care. You got your own thing. Like it right. just makes you all this stuff. And like, ha- it's like the whole people haven't used the term "be your own bank" in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like the original like Bitcoin selling point kind of thing. And people just went on to other stuff like, yes, Lambo holder, hold, a, hold a laser eyes, whatever they're going <laughs> on to. But like that, it, it's not just like, well, you don't need a bank with this. It's like, yeah, but you can also run your own stuff right from yes. your house. And in the, like the old days, like I remember people with teeny laptops, they were like mining Bitcoin on it. And they were actually making a couple hundred bucks a day or something or, you know, on, like back when you could do that before the ASIC right. revolution, it's so, right. yeah, this whole concept of self-ownership and you can own things and just run things on your own is a very, I don't know what is, it's a very hipster concept, right? So it's, it's old is new. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the way the rugged individualism that the free world was built on and kind of slowly started migrating away from, but now we're back and yeah, it's time for a second run at this.
0: Yeah. No, and that's why, like, the Bitcoin Citadel theory stuff I don't think is cheesy. And I don't think mm-hmm. it's, I also, at the same time I don't think it's cheesy, I don't think it's years in the future. Like, mm-hmm. Bitcoin is happening right now. And so I'm just trying to bring, like, a sense of urgency to every single day to make my own life better. Like, I almost feel guilt, dude, I almost feel guilty with, like, how good my life is right now. Like, I feel bad mm-hmm. telling people that because it just, dude, I'm, I'm don't need to be upset about whatever the clickbait thing of the day is. Pass. Pass. Yeah. Like it doesn't, that doesn't have to have anything to do with me. And like, and I'm, I, I don't think that's insensitive. Like, I just don't, you don't have to participate. You can build your house. Like you can build your house and choose to not participate. And like, that the the more that I've been doing that, my brain just feels so clear, man. Like I just go, I go on a walk every day, and I'm just thankful to like be alive. Like as cheesy as that is, like it just it just is good. And so I'm I'm thankful to be on the internet talking to you, talking to everyone like on here, and I I feel like we're making progress.
1: Yeah, and it, it's funny how the thing has kind of gone in, in the cycle that like before you know you'd be like the the family on a farm doing whatever, just scraping by. And then people left to go to the cities to be able to get a better life, you know, an objectively better life in a lot of ways. And then eventually that life ends up being just a giant kind of to certain extent cancerous liability and the financial system. The old financial system is a lot to blame for that. And now people are kind of coming full circle to like back on the farm with the wife and kids kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny because it's not like leaving. It was the wrong thing to do at the beginning. It's just that going back there might be the right thing to do now.
0: Yep. Yeah. And, and I also just think, but I don't, I think whether you're city or country, like looking at somewhere else with like rose colored glasses on and being like, Oh, the grass is greener on the other side. Like, Oh, it's better in Texas. Oh, it's better in Florida or it's better like wherever. I just think if you're in that mindset, you're already like kind of playing from the wrong like mental framework. Like, I think mm-hmm. you need to be looking way closer to like where you are right now and what you have in your control. I think it's, I think it's completely one of those things. Like, what do you have inside your control that you can make 1% better today in a way that's like 1% better for you?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of a good segue to, um, uh... The first headline which is Bitcoin climbs to 41k and flippens the Russian ruble. The Central Bank of Russia reported the country's money supply was 65.3 trillion rubles as of February 1st, roughly roughly 629 billion with a recent drop against the US dollar. And after climbing a price to more than 41,000 USD on Monday, Bitcoin's market cap has now sur- surpassed that of the ruble. And so I mean it's an easy thing with people saying like, Oh yeah, Bitcoin's doing well, look, it's more valuable than this like random company here. Or like, oh, it's doing and then it starts competing against currencies. And then in this relevance here, we're talking about like the Russian ruble, which is one of these I guess more major world currencies. I you know, I don't check fiat currencies by market cap, but it seems like it's pretty you know it seems like it you know, it's right up there. But more importantly, we're talking about um people have been making their lives better without worrying about, you know, geopolitics. Right. And part of this is like every single Russian who owns and uses crypto right now, Mm -hmm. that's just the ruble doesn't matter that much to them. I'm sure it affects externalities in their life, right? They're, friends and business and suppliers, all this other kind of stuff. It's not like it's, they're completely isolated, but it's not Mm -hmm. like the, oh man, my, my money's all going to be gone. It's just like, in fact, their money's probably going up if they have crypto, right? It's so it's kind of a, it's kind of interesting to see how that, that whole thing is unfolding sort of in real time with, you know, and then Ukraine, it's, it's really funny because with this uh, very unfortunate conflict, we're seeing, a massive outpouring of crypto activity on both sides you know there's yeah russians donating to ukraine to their they raised so many like many many millions of dollars to you know for that kind of stuff a lot of russians donated to i guess the enemy kind of and <laughs> then russia's getting all sanctioned and stuff and then you know on a slightly less crypto note, you know, Elon Musk's flying Starlink satellites over there and like giving internet access and like it's it's a very interesting battleground because it's not just like the, the actual physical war, which is horrendous. It's actually it's a catalyst for all these for testing, all these new systems we've been deploying and like crypto is one of them. But I don't know. What have you seen in your uh, radar about uh, like crypto in in Russia and Ukraine yeah. over the last you know, few weeks?
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's completely wild, that it is, like, Bitcoin and crypto is center stage in the entire world. Like, Mm -hmm. giant, like, yeah, geopolitical events are happening. And, like, Bitcoin and crypto are being mentioned in sentence number one, like, about Mm -hmm. them. And currencies are being mentioned in sentence number one about them. And so Mm -hmm. that, like, that's wild that it's not this... It's not a fringe thing, like everyone on the entire planet has basically some sort of opinion about it, um, mm-hmm. about like crypto. So that's pretty wild. The And the donation stuff is good and it's cool to see that people care and have the ability to like send money. Like I... I want to see like the next level happen where the family receives the donation and then like gets the goods and services directly to their house through crypto. Um, And for some reason like that, and, and maybe that's happening, but for some reason that like act, that part is like the part that's super hard to report on the whole world all over
1: yeah and I mean I'm sure it's always going to have to be it's always going to be a little bit difficult to get too much information on that stuff but it, it's kind of interesting I have to bring in unfortunately of all people Brad Garlinghouse of Ripple into this thing I don't know if you saw I was like shitting on him on Twitter which is what you do on Twitter but <laughs> he did this take where he said like crypto is not like a good way of getting around sanctions and his logic for that is because you send people crypto then they cash out at a bank and the bank can still censor them. And mm-hmm. just like, well, of course, this is your freaking Ripple mindset of like, you know, the only thing crypto is good for is getting, is getting more fiat and facilitating fiat. Right. But it's like, right. e- th- at the same time, he's not really wrong. Like most mm-hmm. people who are as receiving crypto or I would say of the people who have access to crypto that have touch it in any way own some receive some whatever um uh, i would say an easy 90 to 95 percent of that that usefulness is contingent on the ability to exchange it for fiat in a bank account right now maybe, I for sure that's, and it shows it's being it shows really pessimistic how... but yeah
0: no 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 it i think it i've been like trying to climb over this more and more and mm. like i think it just shows how much our brains are tied into the paradigm of fiat as money Mm -hmm. like and that's the whole kind of the classic thing of just like what is bitcoin and how do you study bitcoin and like what is money like the question of what is money Mm -hmm. it like a lot of people have never even asked the question and then of the people that do ask the question you kind of have this split between everyone that takes goes down this like hardcore economic theory rabbit hole of just like splitting all the infinite hairs that you can split on trying to define it with words. And then you have the people that are kind of like, you know, just pushing forward with like, no, like, you know, money in a more like practical sense of just like, what's, you know, what's happening on the ground and what can this do? And that's why, like, and then both of those groups kind of like argue with each other. Meanwhile, there's still 95% of the population that like doesn't even ask what is money. And so I, yeah, I think it just shows how dialed in our brains are to viewing money as one thing. And it is these, like, pieces of paper and the digital representations of these pieces of paper that we've traded our time and labor for our entire life. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it's like that we've we've been reinforcing that this is the money our entire life, and not even just reinforcing with like words and images, like reinforcing with our like our labor. You're you're trading your time and labor for this thing. And so to switch to a new thing is a basically as like foundational of a life change as you can make. Like you think you think working out is hard, like you think starting a new diet is hard. Like making the switch over to better money like requires so much brain reworking. Um, that I think that we're only, you know, twelve, like thirteen years into the whole world, thirteen years like the whole world that like collectively trying to do it, right?
1: Yeah. I think it's generational too. It's not and this is one of those maybe it sounds a little bit cold saying this kind of stuff because there's a lot of boomers and other people like that who have learned about crypto and like figured it out and gotten their heads around it. And unfortunately the most people like most people, there was a time before money, money didn't always exist. You know, people did just traded other things. People didn't even trade in the beginning. Right. I mean, they had to figure out how to trade and then eventually they get like a communication tool for trading. And so like, Imagine someone who's born before money existed and trying to say, No, 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 you see this little thing here? I got this coin, yeah. I give it to you, you give me a sheep. And they're just like, That doesn't sound good at all. It's <laughs> just the difficulty <laughs> right. of getting to figure and then you just had to be like, Okay, look, your grandkids are just gonna be like, Oh, money. And then they're gonna yeah. go. Same thing with crypto and other, you know, forms of uh, value communication is people just the older generations some people might learn and get it. And some people have, but it's just going to be a thing that people just wake up to a world where this is what you do.
0: Dude. And okay. So sticking on that example, because I think it's a perfect Mm -hmm. example, here's, here's something that I've just been thinking more of too. people that like talk down on others that are, I guess I would call them like, like monetary activists, like, Mm -hmm. like, like people that are involved in cryptocurrency are activists for a better world, like as I see Mm -hmm. it. And so if someone's like, Oh dude, like such and such economic theory says this about the money that like just naturally like the good money drives out bad money. And so like spend the bad money until the good money's like, like, you know, arrived or whatever. Like we've all heard that. Like, Mm -hmm. no, like you have, if you're a producer or you own cryptocurrency, you have the ability to dictate the payment you have leverage to dictate the payment just like in a bartering world like if you're buying something off craigslist you have the ability to dictate the payment or so much every day we hire one-off contractors and there's one price if you use a credit card and make it run it make them run it through their square and there's another price if you pay them in cash like Mm -hmm. that's that contractor is dictating the terms of the payment and so don't tell me that me as a bitcoiner i can't go bar to bar in my town and tell them that maybe that they need to accept the money that I have, or I won't shop there because Mm -hmm. I 100% can do that if I want to. And like, that's not that like, and if a big enough group of people then start doing that together collectively across one County or across one city, that's how change happens. So I just don't like this whole, leave it to the economic theory or whatever, or even saying that, me going and doing that is against my own self-interest like no it's not because me Mm -hmm. holding this money instead of fiat money is better for me and my family and better for the world that my son is growing up in so in that sense i'm like fully aligned with what i'm doing so like so it's according to economic theory and it's according to my own yeah my own selfishness so i just think yeah, the the first person that made the sheep farmer take the coin was a mo- like a monetary activist.
1: Yeah, and like just like the first person that got a business to do a credit card machine was like a mm-hmm. payments activist. Although you know, I, I, I the card system has helped humanity a whole lot in the short term. It's just that now it's time to go. But mm-hmm. the the thing with the the activist thing is, um, I kind of feel like. Uh, obviously humans have different time preference, right? This is as far as like, well, I can have a dollar today or $5 10 years from now. And it's like, well, I kind of need to eat right now. So I'm going to take the dollar. Or Mm -hmm. some people are like, you know what? I'm going to find a way to make it now because five one one day would be a lot better. And so there's a reason why most humans are not, I guess, good investors, right? Everyone knows they have to save for rainy days, something like that. But like, as far as, are you going to delay gratification so you have something that more valuable over time? That's investment. And crypto people are a combination of an investor and an activist, usually, at least the early mm-hmm. ones. And an activist mm-hmm. is just a societal investor. They are going to doing stuff that doesn't make sense today, but it does yeah. make sense for the future. They want to build a better world. And so we are always going to be those things, right? But not everyone is. Most people won't be. People won't wanna invest like it's so when they say, Well, why don't you just spend your fiat? It's just like, Yeah, I mean I did that until I didn't have any more. You know, yeah. I mean, that that makes sense short term, but then like right. you start getting rid of your fiat income and only getting real money at some point. And then eventually that thing kind of bleeds out. But when people say, Oh no, people will never use like I there's a there's this unfortunate I and mean, we talked about the subject before with like the the ethos of bitcoin how it's changed over time how it started mm-hmm. as just like the new money and then went yep. to well you know the bitcoin cash world that's for the people who want to spend it like the the sort of value people go here and then everything is kind of like coming back around on like all mm-hmm. fronts it's so but in the meantime there's so many annoying people on twitter they're just like oh, i'm just gonna use <sighs> my credit card all this kind of stuff and I would just say, like, what like I don't want to spend my Bitcoin. That's silly. I say, well, what do you spend? And they say, well, you know, yeah. fiat. I go, Of course I'm gonna spend my fiat first. I say, why do you have fiat? And that's always right. where the logic stops. It's like, well, okay, you're this badass laser eyed, you know, prick on Twitter who's <laughs> just like, I should coin this. And then you're like, but you have fiat. Okay, we'll spend it but then where do you keep getting fiat from? Stop getting fiat. Like you shouldn't, yeah. you shouldn't keep renewing your subscription Correct. to the federal reserve. Correct. Keep
0: on. Because, fiat. Yes. Because, and then, because, and then that flips over to then the mm-hmm. producer side. So then if you're an employee or you're a business, why are you, why are you accepting that payment? Why mm-hmm. are you accepting the inferior money? Or why are you not raising the price? Like we all talk about like, oh, like, to accept Bitcoin, you should offer a discount on the Bitcoin. I actually don't think about that anymore. I think you mm-hmm. should you should raise your prices on the fiat. Like, mm-hmm. you should charge, you know, like, in the same way the businesses charge a higher price in order to eat the credit card transaction fee, you need to charge a higher price in order to eat the slippage that you're going to ha- take, getting that into yeah. better money. It, like, it's not so, even a
1: theoretical slippage these days, like, with mm-hmm. inflation possibly being 7%, right. 10%, right. 20%. Right. Right. Uh, It's rough. It's rough out there. Correct. It it is honest. And I think people are starting to see that a little bit. The thing is, people will – people have an interesting hive mind situation where they understand when they're taking risks for doing things too early. And at some point, these same people that are like, "Eh, why would I use this? What can you do with it? I'm just going to stick to dollars in my bank account. Like – in a couple years, it just could be a switch where they're just like, all right, I'm, I'm all about, I'm all on crypto now. Right. And it's only because right. the tide has changed. That's why some people are yep. investors and investors end up with more of the money because they made yep. the changes early in, in time. And then, yeah. you know, then they get called evil rich billionaires that aren't doing their fair share mm-hmm. and stuff, but that's a different, and, entirely different thing.
0: Look, and the reason why this is connected to the like Russian ruble story is because mm-hmm. like, there's, I'm just, uh, there's i don't there's nothing foundationally different about the dollar versus any of these other things and again the the like the hardcore economists will try to like split hairs and say that there is because of treasuries and because of the world reserve like our world reserve currency status and like these kind of things but i just dude i don't know man like if if business if if the like collect if people choose to stop working for it it'll it'll stop yeah
1: well and then hitting back on brad garlinghouse thing about crypto can be doesn't evade sanctions because you have to convert it to dollars at some point i mean not that's not the way we're trying to live our life but that's another reason why um with like exchanges being pressured to like not accept crypto that was donated to like trucker convoys and stuff like that the thing is people keep on talking about like kyc on ramps and stuff and i do think it you need them right now but I obviously transitioning away from them is like the best thing we could do. But more importantly, I, at some point, I don't think that there's going to, I don't think that everyone's going to have the opportunity to use a Fiat fiat off on ramp mm-hmm. because at mm-hmm. some point you're just not going to be able to get into crypto from Fiat the way you want to get into crypto. And at some point yeah. you're just going to have to spend whatever Fiat you have left and just learn to get straight into crypto for, you know, goods and services. Yep. It, yep. like that's the route around the kyc exchange or whatever is just to like start earning it directly and then some people might just like have a bunch of fiat that'll be worthless someday and they just can't get out of it and you know that's sad right like that's yeah. kind of what the situation we're getting in. and, and i'm sh-
0: yeah dude because what i think is going to happen then is there's there's going to be bitcoin we're going to reach this point where there's going to be bitcoiners that have mm-hmm. large stacks and are like pull like activist motivated that are going to mm-hmm. just start buying businesses and starting businesses and flipping them over to Bitcoin only. And just be mm-hmm. like, look, you pay us with the new money, pay us with the yeah. new money. And then all the employees, Hey, you're taking the new money or like, Hey, it's what we pay or to put your, put your two weeks in. Like mm-hmm. that's it, dude. Because if one of, and that's where it, if Apple chose to do that and you had to use Bitcoin to get an iPhone, people would figure it out. If Tesla, if Elon chose to do it for real, people would figure it out He's or it'd be the same thing Do's of like, though. if you're, if you're only, if you're a cash only, cause if you're a cash only barbershop or restaurant, what do you have inside your like establishment? You have an ATM. Mm-hmm. So what do people do? They pay the fat slippage fee, like to the machine to get the currency that the business takes. And so if you don't yeah. get it before at a more favorable rate by working straight for it, then cool. You can pay this machine right here and get it. Um, or like, it's all good, like because we already have a line of other people that have this money. Um,
1: yeah, that's to a certain extent, like, uh, like the 4D chess that Elon Musk is playing. Which I don't know how much of that is him playing, how much of that is is him just playing around, and it just ends up being something of, of a genius. But like as much as like we face palm about the whole Doge stuff, um, I think he's not only like destroying his own ability to influence the market by just influencing it all in the most like ridiculous thing possible mm-hmm. right away and inoculating the market. But also he's just selling merch for Doge. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's like an, that's just like a more in a way again, hear me out. Right. A more hardcore yep, yep. thing than selling it for Bitcoin because mm-hmm. you could say, well, I take Bitcoin too, but he's just like, nah, fuck it. I'll take Doge. Like move the over to right. all the way over here. Like you can take anything you want as money for goods and services. And it's once people wrap their heads around like, oh, I could buy a a sweet ass Texas belt buckle with like Doge and stuff, Tesla one with Doge. Yeah. Like, okay, well then their, their brain gets rewired to be like, well, you know, Bitcoin's much more established than Doge. Why why don't we just spend everything with Bitcoin? I don't know if he's doing that 40 chess thing on purpose, but it's having that effect. He's just at least just, throwing things at the wall and seeing what happens. And it's going to be interesting to see where it's been going.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I wish that someone in his position would like rise to the occasion and just be a little bit more direct, but I also don't know what it's like to like be someone that has the world's attention, like on you like that. And so I can, I can understand if like you're, you're, brain and calculus like works differently
1: yeah that's another thing though is um we one thing we learn a lot with economics and crypto has really helped us is that the value of something goes up if there's a demand for it and there's a high amount of scarcity and one thing that there's been a an acute scarcity of until the last few years has been authenticity where everything's fake the money's fake your credit card's fake your everything you own is fake your personality your your opinions, like all the wokism stuff, it's all fake. And then if you notice the the like a knife cutting through that, the value has gone into the real money, but the real people mm-hmm. too. Like Yeah. In what world do you think that like someone like Joe Rogan coming out doing his thing twenty years from now would ever be the number one show? I don't think so. Right. I just think right. it's because there was nothing just compelling and authentic and uncensored before him and he happened to be a very good you know very entertaining person and you know very smart you know good good product too but it just there's nothing like that and so that's why that's super valuable and then elon is a i would say very kind of authentic person i mean i don't Mm -hmm. know him but he just seems to just anything he thinks just ends up on twitter kind of like trump to a certain extent you know but yeah. like in his own way yeah. he's just being yeah. himself and if he just wants to mess around with this stupid dog going in the memes yeah he's going to do that and you're not going to so, stop him
0: so i agree with you about like authenticity being at a premium and i think that i say this a lot like if like if and when bitcoin 10x's and 100x's like bitcoiners and people that have adopted like mm. cryptocurrency are going to 10x and 100x with it Like, they will. It's impossible. It's impossible for Bitcoin to do, like, what, like, the majority of us think that it's going to do in our lives to not be, like, materially changed. And not even talking in finance. I'm not even talking, like, going from not having a lot of money to having a lot of money or a lot of purchasing power. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about physically, like, you will be required to have an influence on your city, like, in your county. People are going to be looking to you for solutions. Like, that's how much... That's how much of a joke, like in a clown world, like everything else is like, it's impossible. It's impossible for the world to be this upside down and different. And then for you to be this right about what was going to happen and what happened and what the solution was, and then not Mm. be thrust into giant situations. And so I think, yeah, I think people need to be like preparing to like be a leader, which kind of goes back to like, just what we're talking about, about like Citadel theory and just like. I'm trying to just have a very clear head and just be very, have a solid foundation of like, this is what I have the ability to control. And if someone asks for my perspective on something, this is what I would do. Like if you're a business owner that's frustrated with inflation, there is a solution. Like if you're a city council person that's frustrated with your like pension obligations, not working and the fire department costing three times more, there is a solution. Like, let's talk about
1: it you can make a dow pretty quickly right that's become the the biggest thing i think um we're seeing this kind of leads to the next story and a kind of a a downturn on this thing but um the uh, google trends data reveals that no one cares about the metaverse or nfts in 2022 (laughs) which it's if you look at what they're actually showing it's it's not true but it's it is it, wait, Basically, basically, while the worldwide search interest for the keywords metaverse and NFT boomed in the last quarter of 2021, Google Trends data shows that the hype may have started to fizzle in February 2022, which shows like a downturn on this whole stuff. And like the whole idea of the metaverse is just like, I, I think it's an overhyped buzzword on a concept that is still too rough. It still hasn't taken shape yet. But uh, the thing about NFTs... Uh, I'm kind of torn in two different ways because I think that NFTs are hugely important at the same time as the NFTs everyone went crazy over are just like, you know, really rough, like just not worth anything. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, it kind of almost reminds me of the 2013 crypto boom, the 2013 when Bitcoin went to 1100 and like people knew what it was sort of thing and then you had a whole bunch of different like altcoin projects come like right after that it's kind of like that's the the boom now with like the nft stuff it's like oh my gosh it's at the super bowl they're giving everyone nft tickets and then like the shakeout kind of happens and Mm -hmm. people start figuring it out and it takes another like five ten years for them to become like useful but i don't know if you have a hot take on that
0: i think my take on the metaverse. Um, is that we're already in it right now. Like, I'm talking to you over the metaverse right now. And this could be a bastardi- like bastardization of the terms that and people can tell me if they feel like it is. But I think, like, I'm talking to you over the internet, like, right now. And I'm the same character. Like, my Twitter persona, my work call persona, my recorded podcast YouTube persona, and my live in-person, like, Bitcoin conference meetup persona is all the same thing. Like and I try to be that same person to my family also, like to, to just fully round out this thing. Like that is me. Like that is the like like my name is like Brian Harrington. I live in Menifee, California. My website's brianharrington.org. Like and I like Bitcoin and that's the character that I am. Like that is me across like all these mediums and I'm pushing forward digitally and in person this worldview that i believe is different or better all the time and so like i don't that's why like kind of the jokes about just like put the goggles on and stuff like i think those are funny because i don't i don't want to put any goggles on i want to like do this what i'm doing right now so if there if there were goggles or what or, or if there was a metaverse v2 v3 or whatever where me and you are like more on the couch together and it's like more reality or whatever, like, like you see in like, uh, the matrix or star Trek or whatever, dude, I'm down. Like I'm down to be like in the same room digitally with you or whatever. Um, or I'm down to teleport to where you are right now. And I would love to like, like walk around to the, you know, like shops that you have in New Hampshire, you know? And so that's like, yeah, That's what I want to do. Like I want, I, when I think metaverse, then it, then, and honestly being in the same room digitally, what that just took me back to was no dude, I would actually rather have the bullet train or the autonomous like taxi that I could have taken to New Hampshire this afternoon and done this with you Mm -hmm. for like under the cost and time of what it takes to fly commercially to the East coast. That's what I want. So whether that's digitally or physically or whatever, like, let's get there. But yeah, I, like currently the way people talk about it of like only going into the digital space and like the physical like not being rights. important or whatever. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like weird. They're kind of like want to pay Facebook for digital bragging right? It's kind of where it's at now. But if you think about it uh, from that kind of a sense, the metaversal, like the astral traveling, um, I mean, we're kind if you sort of got rid of the technological you know, aspects of it, if you think about it right now, we're sort of telepathically communicating and the mm-hmm. hive mind of the world has access and many people are tapping into this like telepathic communication right now, just aided by technology and screens and things. Correct. But that's literally you, what it is.
0: And you used to, and I, I don't know if it's Balaji or like other people have like mm-hmm. articulated this across the internet where it's like, you used to find your tribe locally and mm-hmm. then that would be like who your tribe is but now you're finding your tribe digitally and then you're almost like you're almost then recreating like like meetups to me are like it's they're uh they're like analog social media now because mm-hmm. you're using this to then meet the like-minded humans then in person and there's still a premium on in-person like meeting
1: I but think the you're right up.
0: like you like the New Hampshire circular economy and the Southern California circular economy are able to feed off each other and like learn tips back and forth from each other without ever traveling there also.
1: Yeah. And also we talk talking about digital real estate. Uh, like, so for example, last week uh, the nudge paid some Bitcoin cash to say this, and this is like, now this is, you know, do you have any plans for podcast studio which goes <laughs> the person? The answer is yes, I do. Uh, but, there you go. He bought that little piece of real estate sort of, you know, or at least rented, you could say. And that's just like, this is digital real estate. I mean, where are we right now? We are in a digital room, a, you know, a Mm -hmm. metaversal room and there's real estate, you know, there's, 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 you know, I'm renting out some space uh, there, you know,
0: attention. Yes. And because attention is currency, attention is currency Mm -hmm. and attention has value. And like, like nudge paying to receive the attention like that is that's the return on investment of the currency and so that's where then i would pivot to my my take on nfts and like Mm -hmm. my take on nfts are actually i think i think twitter implementing like the nft profile pictures i actually Mm -hmm. think is a really good step because i think that makes that makes it more real like that makes it more clear what i'm paying for because like i totally understand like like this picture right here is causing a mental impression in the audience of what they could, in addition to the way I'm talking and just who I am or whatever, this picture is adding to people's mental opinions like of me. And so if I had the ability to pay for an NFT that would create a certain impression, again, on this Brian Harrington like persona character that there is, that's, that's completely something worth paying for. And then it's to your point of like just needing, I need to find the right collection that like relays the correct message that matches, you know, what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. And so like, for example, I'm going to, at some point in the near future, still got to figure structuring some things, but start selling some NFTs for this channel. I don't want to send sell crap. So I'm not going to sell crap, but you know, let's just say put down a little telegram link over there to a telegram channel that you need to have proof of ownership of one of these NFTs to be in there. And then now Mm -hmm. it's just like, you get to be in that channel, but unlike, oh, it's just like, you have to like, get out your digital wall, like every single day when you're, when you want to buy a message or whatever, like that kind of thing. Instead of that, you just like own pe, you just own rights to there. And if you want, if someone else wants to be in that thing bad enough, they can just buy it from someone else. I don't care. Then mm-hmm. you just yeah, you kind of like, it starts operating like a real ownership type economy where people can actually own a little piece of that. And so I, I think it's very like humanity is advanced in very many ways, right? And just the concept of money is a great thing, but then the concept of tokens and rewards points and things like that in businesses are a fantastic thing, like gamified things, points. And they're all these like little closed experimental ecosystems when you like work hard to get points. Like McDonald's could just change it and be like, that doesn't buy you a Big mm-hmm. Mac anymore. And like, mm-hmm. but now you start we're starting to just like set this free where it's not just like, well, if you have a a big corporation and you have your company strategy and you add these things and issue these little monopoly pieces on happy meals or whatever to like, let people play. Like now anyone can just be like, you know, a 12 year old kid in like, you know, Pakistan (laughs) can just launch their thing and then everyone's doing that doesn't work. Someone else is doing it. And eventually uh, it's funny because the, uh, I kind of have a feeling that the, governments of the world found a way to own the world right like the pretty much the government owns the world which is Mm -hmm. a really this is probably the 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 most sad thing i'll say all day but like it has a good it's a good after effect right the government owns the world because either they directly a government owns everything or you have to pay property taxes on almost everything and they can kind of take stuff if they want it's so and, of course, they try to control the mind by, you know, censorship and all this kind of stuff. The crypto revolution is all about building a free world in the most important place, which is our minds and our mm-hmm. mind collective mind share where all our. So if you have to use this one way of communicating value to each other, you can use anything, you know, Bitcoin's mm-hmm. a lot of it. But then there's just a million other tokens for just any random thing that anyone can kind of do. Anyone can create digital real estate because there's infinite yeah. as long as there's a market value behind it and the government can't control it. They can kind of camp on like the Facebooks and the Twitters and be like, you're going to say this, but then people go everywhere else. And this is the real renaissance we're going through right now.
0: Dude, Joel, I like, I mm-hmm. think we're going to buy the physical land back. Like I think, I so think the infrastructure is going to break. The infrastructure is going to break and then the infrastructure is going it's going to be very obvious where the bitcoiners live because that's where mm-hmm. the roads are going to work like just take it to the mm-hmm. classic example of just take what about the, the roads. roads like the roads are going to work where the bitcoiners live like in mm-hmm. the the like city, the one acre citadels are going to turn into a network of one acre citadels known as a city like and mm-hmm. that city is going to buy the land back from the larger state that went broke because they didn't pay attention to the future of the world and made poor decisions. Um, and then Mm. we're going to have the opportunity to rebuild it. Um, and that's, and I think that's merging, that's the merging of everything that's happening digitally with, with all of the like physical conflict, uh, that also exists in the world.
1: Yeah. It, it's kind of funny how, like, uh the run around the physical is the digital, but mm-hmm. then eventually that's going to um, come back to the physical where it's going to be like the reclaiming. It's sort of like, yeah, you know, the physical is going to become kind of almost like a ghost town and then it's going to be repopulated afterwards, you know, like here's. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look, here's here's an example of that, too. Like uh, with attention is currency and the digital thing mm-hmm. matters. Think about the amount of people that now can run for office with a digital platform already. And they're crushing the like old school, like within reason, like they're still deeply entrenched, like offline politicians, but like having an online like persona gives you such a leg up like in the world now. And so you can build this persona and build influence digitally, and then you can implement that strategically like in person to affect like real things.
1: Yeah. Uh, that kind of reminds me of uh, not to bring good old Trump back into things, but he's kind of like the, the beta version of mm-hmm. that because he was kind of a freaking nobody as far as politics is concerned. I mean, he was hidden here mm-hmm. and there and stuff, but mm-hmm. then he was just Mr. TV persona, which if he's just a super crude way of like, the metaverse, I guess, or whatever, the digital age. And he was somebody there and just used that to sort of jump the line in terms of the old school politics stuff. And I don't think that like he's the last person to do that, to basically, like all of a sudden there will be some like person who's, you know, I'm big in the metaverse kind of thing, who's just going to mm-hmm. jump into the real world. And all of a sudden Correct. people are like, who the hell is this guy? But he has all that weight behind him.
0: Correct. And something that Trump did that i the only one that comes to mind of him doing it, like in my head, is every single rally that he put on was a digital event and a physical event at the exact mm-hmm. same time. If you were yeah. in person and you were a part of this movement, you were having a great time. If you mm-hmm. were watching through someone's cell phone or through their stream of the event and you were in the movement, you were having a great time like combining and doubling both of those things, like was like an amazing, that, that was amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I do have a hard stop, unfortunately right now, but it's been a quite the whirlwind conversation. I'm sure I'll have you back on before you know it. And especially on a day when I don't have somewhere to run immediately after this, but really quick, shill your stuff. Where can people find you, connect you, all that kind of good stuff?
0: Yeah. So if you're already on YouTube right now, just search Brian Harrington on YouTube. Um, yeah. Would love to uh, check out the videos on just using Bitcoin as your base money, doing a little homesteading stuff. Um, also, search Bitcoin is Hard podcast. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, message me on Twitter, Brain Harrington. Yeah. I appreciate what you're doing, like here, Joel, and talking about like digital cash and appreciate, yeah, all the conversations we've had recently. So, yeah. Thank you guys. Have a great weekend
1: yeah absolutely thanks everyone and yeah i'll see you guys next week i believe next week this podcast will be on a thursday instead of a friday because uh, i gotta like move (laughs) on a friday and i don't want to be like on top of boxes with my microphone like this So i'll do it a day earlier but yeah look out for that um announcement and i'll see everyone next week thanks so much for listening if you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and donate to support the show by going to my Cointree page. That's cointr.ee slash thedesertlinks, and leave a message with your donation. Check out the show's sponsors. Live on crypto with BitRefill. Buy absolutely anything with crypto with Shop and Bit. Avoid content censorship with Odyssey. Protect your privacy online with NordVPN. Get paid to search with PreSearch. All links are in the show notes.